It's so good to be in service, isn't it? And it's so good to have the hope of next week on the horizon. I'm, I'm excited with, with you all. And, and I'd like to kind of speak to that for a little bit this morning, if you'll allow me. It was, it was the Apostle John who wrote in his gospel the prophecy that was spoken, an unusual prophecy, unexpected prophecy, by Caiaphas, the high priest. He was speaking to his Pharisees, but John canonizes it in Scripture and refers to it as a prophetic word that was given. John said, and this spake he not of himself. But being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for that nation. And not for that nation only. So not just for there and then. Someone say for here and now. But that also he should gather together in one the children of God that were scattered abroad. So old, crazy, cruel Caiaphas in his rant against the Christ that would be crucified ordains the moment that we stand in right now. He speaks to the future and said that he should gather together in one the children of God that were scattered abroad. I want to focus a little bit on just two phrases that are in those scriptures, gather together and gathered together in one the children of God that were scattered abroad God wants to gather together there's a reason that you know the, the epistles speak to the spirit of the age that now works in the children of disobedience the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience there there is a spirit that works in every age and I and, and if we just kind of step back we're right against it right now if we step back we can see this element of the spirit of the age that we're in right now at work and we just kind of want to push back against that for a few moments this morning if you'll allow us someone say gather together God has an intention to gather together we're part of fulfilling that promise let's pray together Jesus you've moved already in this room God complete the work that you've begun we pray I'd ask that you give us clarity, understanding. God, let your word be heard. Hide us behind the shadow of your cross, we pray. God, let people sense your anointing. Let shackles be destroyed, God. Yokes of bondage just obliterated in lives. Open a pathway of opportunity for someone in your precious name. Someone say, in Jesus' name. Being me seated this morning. Without a doubt, some of our most powerful times in human experience don't happen alone. I know some people get the picture in their mind about a deep personal experience that happens in isolation when you just kind of wander off on your own with not, nothing but a knapsack and camp stove and I don't know. There are a few people out there that can, that can get away with that or do that and get something out of it. But for the most part, the rest of us just observe them with a curiosity and a question of why would you ever choose to do that alone, live alone, hike alone, escape alone? I, I, I don't know. For the most part, our, our powerful moments occur with connection, with congregating we, uh, we join with one another on holidays. We gather together with families during special celebrations. We have a phrase. We call it a get-together. A get-together. 
It's a verb that becomes a noun. Get together is a verb, but we turn it into a, an, an, an activity that we title get together. It's, it's one of those things that, that happen when we get together because something happens when we join one with another. And, and we, we could go through scriptures. One can put a thousand a flight and two can put ten thousand a flight. And it's better that, that, that two walk together than one, one walk alone. And, and we, we could go through all those verses. We, we won't this morning. But I just want to remind us about the power that we possess in gathering together. Simply gathering together. The, the, the strength that comes when we lean on one another. The opportunity that exists that, that we need to take advantage of by joining arm in arm, hand in hand, spirit in spirit, song to song, one with another. Something happens in that environment. And it's not just a natural experience. There is also a supernatural experience that occurs. A privilege that is available to us that we miss when we refuse to gather together. Did you feel what was happening in this room this morning? We, 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 we look forward to Sunday morning for moments just like that. We, we look forward to, to the moment when all of a sudden just that happens, that you can't explain it, you can't, you can't kind of create it, you can open the opportunity for it, but you wait for a moment when God's Spirit steps in. And without a doubt, you, you sense that, that God has just moved in the room. And, and if you could fabricate it, you kind of put it in paper and say, this is how you make that happen. But until, uh, there's no way to do that. You can't do that. You just kind of wait until it happens. And and when it does, you say, whoa, this is why we came. We, we have to remind one another. We didn't come for a sermon. We, 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 we need the word of God in our lives. Well, we came for a moment like that. We came for that moment when, when God, if God chooses to come in the opening prayer, if God chooses to come in a song or a solo, if God chooses to come during the preaching of the word, I don't know, whenever God chooses to do it, then that's when we say that is the reason we came. That is why we gathered together for just a moment like that. But it happens when we come together. I'm not denying the, the spiritual privilege that we have of prayer i'm not denying that god can talk to us when we're driving alone in our car i'm not i'm not denying those moments that we we have by ourselves with god god talks to us god god meets us where we are but but i wanted to tell us that that there is a, a danger in missing out in, in the opportunity of gathering together <laughs> so let's launch for a minute one of the epitaphs over israel the Savior rejectors was this verse we find in Luke 13, verse 34. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killest the prophets and stonest them that are sent unto thee. How often would I have gathered thy children, someone say, together, as a hen doth gather her brood under her wings, and ye would not. Ye would not. God said that he would have gathered them together. He would have gathered them together, but they wouldn't gather together. And he draws the parallel in the same verse. He says, thou which, which killest the prophets. The, the, the Savior rejection comes along with the refusal to gather together. The, that spirit that kind of, it creates the opportunity when, when the refusal to come together because there's something about gathering together that we need. There's a spiritual opportunity that comes when we gather together. And, and I spoke about it just a moment ago, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. And I'll make the mandatory disclaimer. This isn't a conspiracy theory sermon. 
I don't have, I don't, I don't have any political agenda attached. I, I don't even have a political criticism this morning. I, I don't. I, I, I'm, I, my targets are set squarely on the devil. And maybe a few of you. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no. I was just thinking, how do I get back from that? There is a requirement in Scripture for us to gather together. The danger that we've been required to live in isolation and separation over the last 14 months is that that bleeds into our activity connected with our church. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes you preach revelation, understanding. This morning, I, I've, got, I've just got a little bit of a message about a concern that we've uh, voiced a number of times in our office wing. That's, can I be really honest? But I felt the Holy Ghost help me prep this message. So I'm, I'm thinking that maybe we're working hand in hand this morning. And, and I'd like to, to let us know that I'm not against online collaboration. I'm not opposed to our video webcast that reaches many people that we'll never have the opportunity to meet. I'm not against that. I, we're for it. We invest in it. And, and it, it's a part of who we are. It's a, it's a reach beyond our reach. It's an opportunity that exists that, that we want to be sure that, the, that God could use, that could, that could cause some, uh, some distress in the devil's ranks. Then we'll use it. We'll take advantage of it. We're, we're all there. I'm grateful for what God's doing online. I'm grateful for how God is moving. Welcome if you're with us online. This isn't against anything like that. But, but I just came to remind us that, that Zoom for online work Work may work for work, but it won't work for church. At some point, the Bible does give us a command to gather together, and, and, and it might suffice for, uh, you know, your FaceTime call may suffice for family connection and, and get us through until we have the opportunity to meet together, but, but it, it doesn't really work for church, and, and I'm, I'm not saying that, that someone that can't get here, that it's something, that I'm, we have nothing against you this morning. I'm done qualifying. Can I just go? Can we just go? We, okay. So, so it may work for church, but it won't work for CCC indefinitely. That, that's why, as, as we have on the horizon, I'm, I'm excited about the technology, and I'm excited about us seeing how, how the new sound system is going to work. I'm excited about that. I'm, a, I'm excited about, about those video screens, and I'm excited about new grand piano, and I'm I'm excited about drum booths, and some of you like, would like the idea of a drum booth, too. You think that that's a little too noisy in here. I'm, I've agreed with you. So all of that we're excited about. Can I, get, can I just remind everybody about what we're most excited about, though? is that we have the opportunity for all of us to get back together, that we have the opportunity to gather together. Because here's what we don't, here's what we don't know how to correlate in Scripture with what we've been mandated to, to abide by by government regulation and restriction. I, I don't know how that 
compares or how that aligns with forsake not the assembling of yourselves together and so much the more as you see the day approaching that that's where it kind of all begins to break down for me and as that day is approaching as the church we have a responsibility not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together but we have a responsibility to assemble together not to forsake it as we gather together it's just a bit of a bit of our fireside chat that you're you're part of here part of our fear is that people have been become very comfortable with being comfortable people have become very comfortable with single service sunday or ah i didn't take the time to register or oh Registration was full. Well, you know registration is going to be full on Wednesday night. Pastor's teaching this phenomenal series, and, and people are just waiting for Eric to do the drop. It's open. Family of 15. I got your seat. We got scalpers out at the door selling... Selling Wednesday night tickets to the word for $70 a seat. And... No, I'm just kidding. Stanley Cup playoffs have nothing on our midweek service seating. Thanks, Wendy. I, 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 just, I just came to remind us that, that, that we still... We still need and we have a responsibility to be gathered together. That, that scripture still commands us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. But so much the more as we see the day approaching that, that every opportunity that we have to kick the doors open and invite somebody in is an opportunity for somebody to find their way to an altar where God can turn their life around. Is an oppor- I, I'm not saying it doesn't happen outside of church, but I'm saying that I hear about it happening a lot more in church. And why dismiss the opportunity if we can gather together? Well, I'll be honest, I liked Mother's Day. I liked Mother's Day when we had the evening free. But then I was reminded that some people, that's how it's been for them for the last five months. Five months. For the last five months, it's been a single service a week. And then I was like, wow, we're going to have a real time. Inviting people, it's been nice. I, 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 like, I, liked, I, liked, I liked that. Jack liked that. <laughs> but then I, I was reminded, but so much the more as we see the day approaching. And there's never been a day that's approached with such insistence and, and with such del- deliberance and 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 there never been has been a day when it's been barreling down us at such an intense speed as this day is coming at us so so much the more as we see the day approaching we're standing on the tracks and the train it's not some some steam locomotives that's traveling at five miles an hour we're talking like the via remember the via we used to live near the train tracks 
We didn't, we didn't get on the tracks when the Via was rolling. Because it came about 60 miles an hour. Whoa! Whoa! You know what I mean? So that day is approaching like that via train. It's coming down the pipe. It's coming toward us at such an alarming rate. And I've got to be reminded sometimes that so much some more as we see the day approaching. We've got, to, we've got to make sure that service is a priority. I'm encouraging. I'm inviting. I'm asking. Can we not just be a single service Sunday church? We'll just back up and try it. Can we not just be a single Sunday morning service church? Can we be a church that says, you know what? Sunday night works for us because it seems to work for the Holy Ghost. It seems like people show up. We need our water in the baptismal tank to be stirred, not stagnant. We need the altar to be full, not empty. Every time that we open the doors is an opportunity for somebody to be saved. Let's talk just for a minute about the spirit of the age. The spirit of the age. Jesus uh, gives us an insight not only to the good shepherd in John chapter 10, but he reveals the will of the wolf with the sheep. In John 10 verse 11, he said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. Now listen. And the wolf catcheth them. And scattereth, there's that word again, and scattereth the sheep. The wolf catches them and scattereth the sheep. The wolf's intention isn't just to consume. The wolf's intention, now we know that the enemy, right previous to this, God, Jesus said, the thief cometh not before to lie, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So we know that's his intention, but, but that doesn't end there. It says that the wolf catches them and scattereth the sheep. Part of the enemy's intention is that the sheep are scattered. I, I mentioned in the last class that, that we can sum the sermon up in four words. Are you ready? Four words. Satan scatters, God gathers. Four words. Satan scatters, God gathers. So when, it, when we parallel that into our activity, then it, then it makes sense to us that, that, that God would intend for us to gather together. Because something powerful happens. What we experienced again just about 15 minutes ago was what happens when we gather together. And and I'm not saying it doesn't happen when you're alone. But I'm going to guess that the most of us didn't experience what we experienced here a few moments ago with with the worship together and the sound. We, We didn't dance around our kitchen. It happens. Something happens when we gather together because God brings us together on purpose and God brings us together in divine plan and God brings us together so he can accomplish his work. God has a reason for us all to be here together. Again, clarifying, I'm not opposed to people being away on vacation. I'm not opposed to people having to be away for work. I'm not opposed to any of that, but I'm, I'm talking about when we have the opportunity, then we need to make it a priority to gather together. And I feel the Holy Ghost just as much now as I did when we were shucking the corn in the song service. Because Satan scatters, but God gathers. 
There's a reason why we, that frustration, it, it, it rides very high. And, and we, we sense it. We, we see the excitement on the church page. Again, it's not about just the building. It's about the opportunity for us all to be together again. We've been fighting pandemic restrictions and not fighting them. We've been wrestling with. Do you know my heart? I feel like I have to qualify everything because you're a little quiet. But Satan scatters, God gathers. So when the enemy is trying to bring division, guess who's at work? The wolf scattering. Let me just throw this in. This, this didn't even make it into the last class, but, but we need to be united. Can I just say we, we need to be pulling each other together, not pushing one another apart. That we, we need to be united if there's ever a time when the church has got to be interconnected like never before. If there's ever a time when we need to go arm in arm and not point our finger, you better extend a hand and get a hold of that person you're pointing your finger at and say, come on, let's do this together. We're going to go into the kingdom of God together. Let's accomplish God's purpose together. Let's work God's plan together. That's what happens when we gather together. The enemy can't divide. As pastors, as, as shepherds, the goal is to gather. That's why there's a sheepfold. That's why, that's, why, that's why God didn't say we were cats. I, I had a video. I don't know if it would fit now or not. Of herding cats. Has anyone ever seen that video of the information? Go, go ahead. We might also, I feel like I'm digging a hole, so we might as well play it. He's the first cat herder in our family. Herding cats. Don't let anybody tell you it's easy. Anybody can herd cattle. Holding together 10,000 half wild short hairs. Well, that's another thing altogether. Being a cat herder is probably about the toughest thing I think I've ever done. I got this one this morning, right here. And if you look at his face. Yeah. He said, if you look at his face, he's all marked up. So sometimes, sometimes that's what a, if it, that, that would be the enemy's design is that he just scatters the church. And, and so that we're trying to hold on, whoa, whoa, pull this person in over here, pull that person in, and that person, whoa, whoa, come on. We're, whatever allegory you want to, I don't know. But whatever we got to, that, that, that's why he calls us sheep. Why? Because we have a tendency. If, you, if you'll rest back on your natural tendency, God has a desire for us to be gathered together. We have, we have a natural tendency to, to group together. God intends for the church to be a part, one with another, that we're, we're all part of a body that's fitly joined together, that God, someone say together. That God has gathered together. The wolf's intention is to scatter. Satan scatters. But God gathers. And when we gather together, God's plan and purpose is fulfilled in our lives. There's something beautiful. Oh, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Come on. That's where the anointing flows. When we gather together, God can perform miracles in the room this morning just because we've gathered. 
together. Gathered together. We are the sheep of his pasture. And, and we know, we know that the, the past year we've been forced out of the sheepfold. And, 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 and we know that the enemy takes advantage of that moment. That's, that's why if, if somebody comes into your, your mind and you're thinking about somebody, reach out. We can't, we can't see everything that's happening. We, we, can't even, we, we get a sense the Holy Ghost helps us and, and he has helped us. But the Holy Ghost wants to use each of us to reach all of us to be a part of what God is planning. We can go back to the music. In the middle of Ezekiel's prophetic word, there was a promise that came. You know, the valley of dry bones. He said, the hand of the Lord was upon me, carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and sent me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Caused me to pass by them round about and behold, there were very many in the open valley. Very many. Someone say very many. And lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Anyone just feel a little bit dry? Oh, come on. Anyone, I, I, would, I, I would love to kick these chairs out and have altar service. Come on, I, I would like to pray through till we break through. I'm saying that there, there, there is. There's, we're, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that we're together. When I'm thinking of Pastor Justin, called him last week, Pentecost Sunday. I knew it would be a very frustrating day for him because he's a revivalist. That he was in lockdown. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that we have the opportunity to congregate. I'm grateful. But I'm still waiting for us to have apostolic. These signs shall follow them that believe. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You see, you can't, you can't take that out of the apostolic experience and expect us to be happy with it. Abide by, we will. Listen to the laws and legislation we will, but, but, but you just took away a fundamental part of a believer. I'm sorry. Any fellow believers in the room? Anyone believe that something happens when we lay hands on the sick? So yeah, I know what it I know what it's like to feel a little bit dry. And so do you. I know what it'd be like to be David saying, ah, I just wish I had a drink of Bethlehem's well. I wish I'd go back 15 months into a service just, just for a few minutes because I'd give it my best shot. I'd give it everything I got. I, I'd have a little longer altar service. I'd have a healing line. I'd pray for people until they... I'm a little dry. Anybody else a little dry this morning? 
So we know what you're talking about, Ezekiel. We know what it's like, dry bones. But the story didn't end there. So I need someone just to begin to mentally prepare to prophesy. You don't have to be a preacher to prophesy. You just got to be able to pray into the future that God's ordained and planned. Anybody want to prophesy for a moment? Anybody got a lost loved one? Anybody want to prophesy over our city? Say, God, restore, renew, revive, turn around. And he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones as dry as they are and say unto them, oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live. You shall live and I will lay sinews upon you and I'll bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So Ezekiel didn't say, all right, as soon as the pandemic's over, as soon as, as soon as I'm out of the graveyard. No, no, no. Ezekiel said, so I did. So I did what the Spirit commanded me to do. So I did what God was asking me to do. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. And behold, a shaking. Listen. And the bones came together. Some would say together. God's intention is to gather together. The bones can come together. The bone, come on. The dry bones can come together. The Holy Ghost is pulling things together in impossible circumstances. The bones came together bone to his bone and when I behold lo the sinews in the flesh came up upon them and the skin covered them above but there was no breath in them and then he said unto me prophesy unto the winds prophesy son of man and say to the wind thus saith the Lord God come from the four winds O breath and breathe upon these slain that they may live I just come to remind us it doesn't matter how dire it looks God still got breath to breathe life into the most dire circumstances I just wanted to remind somebody of the power of a prophetic word when God commands us to prophesy then someone has the right to prophesy when God commands us to speak life we have the right to speak life when God commands us to come on to enter into revival then we have the right to revival so go ahead and prophesy Dave I'm prophesying healing in your body That's it, come on. That's it, it's just a stirring. That's just sin you beginning to grow. Come on, prophesy. Prophesy to the problem. Prophesy in spite of the lie of the enemy. Prophesy God's promise. Come on, we come to prophesy this morning. We've come with declaration. We've come with intention. 
enemy get out of our way God have your way spirit of the living God move in our midst come kingdom of God be done will of God we pray in this room this morning we pray beyond this room this morning we pray in overflow God have your way come on balcony we're praying God have your way we've come to prophesy Isaiah said fear not for I am with thee I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west I will say to the north give up and to the south keep not back bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth even everyone that is called by my name for I have created him for my glory yea I have formed him yea I have made him someone say gather that's what he said gather thee from the west I'll say to the north I'll say it again give up to the south hold not back bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth even everyone that is called by my name for I have created him for my glory I have formed him yea I have made him you need to get somebody's image in your mind right now that seems impossible but not with God it's not impossible you need to get an idea in your head that seems impossible right now but not with God all things are possible standing and in closing Isaiah didn't stop there if you read on down through that chapter You'd find that he said, bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Because the enemy has the ability to blind the eyes. And he wants to deafen the ears of those that, that can't hear the spiritual word of God speaking. But here's what I know. God can open our ears and God can open our eyes. So he said, bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Let all the nations be gathered. Someone say gathered together. And let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring forth their witness that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say it is true. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord. Anyone? Stand and say, I can witness. I can witness that God can. God can open blinded eyes. God can open deaf ears. God can do it. God can do it in the natural realm. And God can do it in the supernatural realm. expectation attached to this sermon but I'm just trying to flow in the Holy Ghost right now I'm just trying to let, let God begin to do the work let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled I need someone to make your mind up right now that this place is going to be a priority We've all got a million things calling for our attention. We've all got to-do lists a mile long. 
But our ambition is going to be empty-handed in eternity. But what happens in a supernatural, delivering, anointed, powerful service where God transforms death to life, where God brings back hope into hopeless situations, where God brings restoration in the midst of impossibility, that is going to impact eternity. And that's why this matters. That's why being gathered together is going to be a priority. final portion of that chapter even I, I even I am the Lord and beside me there is no Savior I have declared and have saved and I have showed when there was no strange God among you therefore ye are my witnesses saith the Lord that I am God yea before the day was I am he and there is none that can deliver out of my hand I will work and who shall let it God we're letting you work. The prodigal gathered together. The wayward called home. Sinners that stand in an altar and find salvation. God, have your way. I would love to wear out the new baptismal tank. I, I wrote in my notes, I'd love to have to install washer and dryer. Actually, I wrote dryers just for baptismal robes. I'd love for addictions to be broken. It happens when we come together. It happens when we gather together. We'd love for marriages to be healed. We'd love for people to return. We're believing that God will meet us when people gather together. Where two or three there he is in the midst of them. I'm thankful for everything that's happening. 70 feet this way. But I'm most excited about the opportunity that we have to gather together. I'm believing God for Holy Ghost outpouring. I believe it could happen this morning. It could happen before we close this service, 12, 17 p.m. Holy Ghost fell. I believe God can. We love you. We're so grateful for you. Here's the real, here's the real deal. We don't want to do this without you. We don't want to do this without you. And that only can happen when we gather together. Father, I'm so thankful for how you've moved in this room. God, we're looking forward to phase green. But Lord, we are anticipating your mighty hand to work before that ever happens. We give you praise this morning, God. There is nobody like you. I thank you. God, I thank you for lives that have been turned around. I thank you for healing that has happened, those in our assembly. God, I thank you for deliverance that's occurred. 
And God, we're speaking right now. We're speaking to the winds. We're telling the enemy to let go. Every stronghold. God, we speak against defiant. God, we release your spirit of life and liberty. God, let someone understand there is a pathway back home, God. There is a pathway into your presence that everybody has the right to walk. God, we invite, we invite you to meet with us in this place. Let this be more than a location. Let this be more than an address, God. Let it be more than taking up space on a map. Let this be, God, let this be a place of holy, of holy convocation, God, of meeting. We pray. Help us. You know we need it. In your name we ask these things. Would someone just clap hands to the Lord because he's that kind of God?